This is a Head Cannon Circus production. Welcome everybody to another edition of Wrestling Review. I'm here, your host, Corny J. Sitting next to me, we have Travis the Beard. Very festive and holiday going on here. Christmas is coming. Woo! <laughs> so do not be surprised if you see Chelsea come in and out of here. Chelsea is Travis's dog. Yep. Golden Retriever, great puppy, but we got the door open just in case she needs to come see us, so... If you see a, a, a tail wagon or something, that's just my dog. Sure, All right, yes. Good. We have not mutated or morphed into something more like a beast or an animal. Nope. All right, so before we get started, as always, I want to tell everybody, join the circus yeah. because that's where you can... Get all the content we're going to do. Mm. I keep telling everybody in January, we'll have some more exclusive content. Some wrestling review new content we're going to come up with. We're going to do some things where we rate promos, similar to how we rate these matches. Yep. And then we even was going around thinking of if we wanted to do or cut promos on some of our viewers that enjoy it. And they're like, hey, cut a promo on us or whatever. And we may try to cut a promo on you. But... We're going to get that later on down the road, but we'll tell you how to do that and how to enter in so you can get a promo cut on you or, as always. But, again, don't re always remember to join the circus, Hip Cannon Circus, follow and subscribe. All right. We did a Starcade match last week. We did. And typically mm -hmm. Starcade was in December, yep. holiday season. Exactly. So, we're going to do another Starcade match here. So, Travis, let us know what we're going to review today. So, today we're going to do uh, Starcade 97. We are going to do Sting versus Hollywood Hogan for the WCW World Heavyweight Championship. All right. And, you know, I'm a, I'm a mark out for Hulkster. But, so, as always, Travis, how did we get here? So, uh, how did we get here? So, it all kind of started, of course, with the formation of the NWO uh, back in uh, Bash of the Beach, 96. Uh, Hogan, Nash, Hall join together from the NWO. Um, I'm taking this all the way back to 96 because right, uh, right after this had happened, of course, it, they did the NWO versus WCW. Right. And uh, at Fall Brawl of 96, they had a War Games match where they NWO was claiming that Sting was going to join uh, their team, while he had said all along, I haven't joined the NWO, I've joined WCW, but certain members on his team, on his team Lex Luger, didn't believe him, <laughs> and uh, basically called him a liar. So, at Fall Brawl 96, uh, match is going on, War Games is coming, up, mm -hmm. coming out, and an imposter sting comes out. Doesn't really look like Sting, but we'll go with it anyway. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And everyone thinks that Sting has deserted WCW. Well, the real Sting comes out, lays the crap uh, down on everyone of the NWO, beats the crap out of them, and then basically says to Lex Luger, I told you I wasn't lying, stick it, and he walks out. Mm -hmm. So 
that's basically the last time you see Sting. Okay. He goes in hiatus and he starts his Crow character. Uh, he doesn't wrestle anymore uh, all throughout 96 and in 97. The only time you see him is when he's up in the rafters, kind of looking down it's Sting! on WCW. It's Sting! Right. Yeah. How many Nitros end it with a shot of just Sting looking down at the vents in the rafters? Exactly. Yes. So he's kind of the all protector of WCW, but he doesn't really do anything. Right, right. He's right. cool as hell. It's the most over Sting has ever gotten, right. even though he never wrestled a match right, for over right. a year. But. Uh, yeah, he just, you know, he, he's up in the rafters, he'll come down, uh, from the top into the ring with his little harness on, um, you know, uh, coming down, yeah. so they, they, they do that, he's got the baseball bat, and he just beats the crap out of the NWO, but he never really technically has a match. Right. So, while this is going on, Hollywood Hulk Hogan is the World Heavyweight Champion, all throughout 97, except for a two-day span where he lost to, uh, Lex Luger, and then won the title back at a pay-per-view. Might have been a week. Uh, right. But but no more than a week span, Lex Luger wins the title, but then Le Hollywood Hulk Hogan wins it back. So basically, Hogan is the bad guy heel who has run WCW for over a year with the heavyweight championship. Right. And now Sting has come to save WCW and uh, be the hero for WCW and take out the almighty villain of Hulk uh, uh, Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Excuse me. So... Good guy, bad guy, great, uh, you know, great, great storyline. Yeah, and it was a great storyline because of Sting, who he was, always WCW. Everyone recognized him with WCW, but he was coming out with the black and white. So right, new, no longer Surfer Sting. No longer Surfer Sting. He, he, he had changed. But the interesting thing is, of course, NWO's black and white. So you got black and white versus black and white. Right, right, right. Character. So it, it was, it was, there probably wasn't a hotter angle in WCW maybe ever, right. than this storyline right here at this time leading up to this pay-per-view at 97. I know. I, I mean, it's funny to see Surfer Sting lose his smile and become the crow. What, is Shawn Michaels now? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I mean, he, for 18 months, he didn't wrestle anybody. Yes, he was Shawn Michaels now. <laughs> uh, no, you're right. I think this was the most over Sting has ever been. Most people, when they think of Sting... They think of this incarnation now, no longer yes. the surfer. And I know we had that weird Joker Sting thing when he was in, uh, was it TNA or Impact? T TNA Impact. Or yeah, yeah. No one thinks of Wolfpack Sting. Oh, I forgot about that with the, the red, red and black. black. Oh, my God. I will terrible. say for anyone, I'll be on record. As a kid, I liked the Wolfpack better than the original Sting. I thought the Wolfpack was so cool. I was all NWO Wolfpack, and I was never NWO Black and White. But oh, I was I was original trio NWO. That, uh, I, I, I I was Wolfpack all the way. Oh, right. right. So, as always, like we tell you, go ahead and get to the network. Yep. Um. Oh yeah. So we already went over there. Sting's the face. Hollywood Hogan's the heel. Yep. And well, one more thing we do need to recognize at this point. Again, this is 97 in December. Oh, we're going to get to that point. We're going to, once the match starts rolling, we want to, I'll hit on to, we're talking about the, the ref and all that. Uh, well, Bret Hart. No, I, I was trying to, I was going to get okay. to that once we got into the, the, the match okay. to talk about it. Um, so, um, go ahead and go to the network. Yep. In ring. WCW pay-per-views pay up. Starcade 97. Again, you can go through the year or just go by Starcade. And once you get onto that, you scroll to the matches and you just hit Hollywood Hogan versus Sting WCW World Title. Okay. So 
So we're going to start here at two, two hours, 19 minutes, and three seconds. Yep. In five, four, three, two, one, let's go. All right, so we just clicked on there. We have it all set up now, and the match is going. They're showing a wide shot here. So, yes, now as we're going into it, yes, let's speak to, as you know, Buffer's in there making Buffer's making his money. Oh yeah. Um, oh, yeah. So, what are the stipulations on this match? So, this is uh, your basic... Uh, World Heavyweight Championship match, right? You know, one on one. They, you know, it's not some no disqualification, hardcore steel cage, just your basic one on one title match. Right. Win by pinfall or submission to win the title, or of course count out disqualification. Right. So you've already kind of buried the lead. So yes, Bret Hart is here. Where, where is he? What is he doing? What? Why is he here? Besides, we'll go into after the match how this all got to Bret Hart. But for this particular match, why is Bret here? So, Bret originally was uh, scheduled to be the guest referee. Okay. Um, but then WCW and in their infinite wisdom decided to bring Bret Hart in and then not put him as the guest referee. And that's why you see Nick Patrick as the referee um, to start the match, at least. Right. So, we'll kind of go on from there. Um, but we will, uh, as we'll see... Man, you be burying these leads. Like, you just gave... Yeah, yeah, to start the match, you just burying these leads, man. Like, it's people that probably have not seen these matches, and they're like, why would he say to start the match? Yes, yes. To start the match, we do have... Nick Patrick. Good old Nick Patrick. I mean, I love the quasi-mullet that Nick Patrick rocks. Very, very great. Um, Which, interesting thing about Nick Patrick here, um, in storyline kayfabe mode, you know, with this... The, and the announcers really play it up. Of course, we don't have the sound on, but they play up the fact that they don't like the fact that Nick Patrick is the referee because he was the official NWO right, well, referee we, before. This that stomp on Hogan's interest now. I mean, this is one of the most epic openings and interests of all time. I mean, that NWO music blares us. You know, Hogan playing the the world championship guitar. Yeah, come on now, too sweet. Look at it with with with, with the spray paint on the uh, yep the title. NWO. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so I wonder how hard it would have been to get that spray paint off the title. Oh, it's yeah. probably tough. They probably just switch out the plate at that point and just put a new championship plate around on it. Mm, make what well, be easier than actually trying to clean the championship off. So maybe. just change the plate. Uh, plus, you know, I know sure you did do it a lot though. I was so. about to say, as much as they hot potato that thing, I mean, yeah, they just probably just have plenty of those plates in the back. Um, yeah, so they're going to that Neil Patrick. He's an NWO ref, and they don't like the prospects of WCW. I think WCW is actually down at this point. Oh, in Star K, I, th- I know it was a quasi count being kept. <laughs> If it, if they're not down, they're right at tied. So this might right. have been the the deciding the you know who wins right in right the night. But Absolutely. the world heavyweight championship is definitely more important than all these other raggedy matches at Starcade. So. Absolutely. Now I'm a mark out for Hogan. I'm just going to be completely honest, and I think part of the reason why people watch this for us is because we do talk about a lot of stuff, and we are marks, and yes. we buy into it, and we just joke about it, but. Hogan does some great match psychology because you know what? Hogan's in-ring ability is shot at this point. Oh, he, yeah. Let's just call it what it and is. Yes. And we're going to call it out when we see it. But he makes up for it so much because he, his psychology of how to work people is so much better than I probably, that's probably what makes Hogan probably in the 
all-time great round. Yes. Because his ability to work a crowd is just... It's a work of art. Like, it is amazing. And we're going to talk about some moments in here that are just crazy. Now, I'm not going to step on Sting's entrance because this is one of the most epic entrances also, This is one of my most favorite entrances of all. I wish we could have the sound on because it is so cool. They play it up so well specifically for this event, too. Absolutely. And, I mean, you know, just... Also, for people like we talked about, Sting hadn't wrestled in 18 months pretty much. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. so, seeing all of this is like almost... First time, well, it is first time it's for him. Like, yeah. this whole intro and where's he going to come? Is he going to come from the rafters? Is, yep. Because we have seen him, you know, propel himself in. And so everybody's in here, they're sitting around, like, on, you know, where's he going to come? Probably looking around the arena, like, yeah. So, is, is he going to have the baseball bat? Is he not? Right. Coat, not, you know, whatever. They're all trying to figure out what's going on. But this is one of the most epic entrances WCW ever put on. And I think this, this, the, the Crow Sting plays into why so many people dream match The Undertaker versus Sting. Yes. And one, because they're both legends, but also because you, you, you get the vibe both of the dark, brooding, you know, and, and so when you, especially this, I mean, this is just, this is great. oh, look at this that, look at that. Fantastic. Comes out, looks at the crowd, just let's just, going on yep, off. Yep. not too much though, right? Yeah. Like, just the right amount of pyro. To where it's not like Goldberg, where it's it's, it's going everywhere. Look at him, look at him, like it's just like I'm here. All right, look at get, me now. Yeah, I guess I got to take care of business. And I do think this camera work right here for this specific point, where they're kind of going back and forth between Sting and Hogan, yes. I thought was really cool. It's amazing. It's, it's the psychology of the match. Like, also, let's just point out the fact that you're coming from Surface Sting to this. Surface Sting was very animated, very energetic, very. To this guy being basically like solemn, like you almost feel like you're at a funeral as he's coming yes. out. So. Yes, yes, absolutely. Yep, a little bit of snow coming out. It looks like you know yeah. some type of snow effect coming out for him. Also, if anybody has not seen the movie The Crow with Brandon Lee, Bruce Lee's son, uh, you'll get what some of the images they're playing off of is based mm-hmm. off of that movie. So right. Hogan being a good heel, not. Acting too scared, still trying to be tough, like, come out, come on, come at me. And which Sting's is a, just like, yeah, whatever. Which is an interesting decision. I think if you are going to build up Sting, you have to make it, you have to have Hogan be at least still intimidating. Right. And it's hard to be intimidating when the guy has black and white face paint on and has dimmed the whole uh, arena. So With a baseball bat. Absolutely. Yes. yes. So, and, yeah. and again, with the storyline building up to this, like, Hogan had, you know, shown the intimidated face of, like, he was scared of Sting throughout, you know, all their interactions. Not every right. single one of them, but in their interactions leading up to this. But now he's he's ready to go. So Absolutely. It's, it, it's a good move by Hogan. All right, Sting takes off. Uh, off the trench. The trench coat. The trench coat, shawty. Watching, what, what's, what's Sting got a uh, shoulder pads, man? <laughs> What's that about? <laughs> Maybe it's got a hurt shoulder. Yeah. You know, yeah. who knows? Whoever designed that costume, that's a terrible design. In there. Oh, there we go. I'm not afraid of you, brother. Uh, take, take that. that. <laughs> we get some good heel work here, and there we go. And so, again, it goes to what you were mentioning also, that Sting is the face, but he's also kind of an anti-hero he's face. definitely anti-hero You're not face. getting a baby face slapping somebody in the face like that, no, you know. Not at all. All right, Hogan's like, all right, I'm going to get charged up now. All right, get out of here, cameraman. Get out of here. You stupid F. 
Look at it. And that's what I'm talking about the psychology of the match. Like, that move right there means nothing in the green, grand scheme of this match. But the point is that Hogan is nailing home that, hey, look, I don't care if you guys hate me. I hate you guys too. Exactly. And he's playing to the crowd already. Yeah. Right? You know, like, is this your hero? <laughs> you used to cheer for me? Well, I don't want you to cheer for me anymore. Right. So we go, we're going to get our patented Hogan lockup. Hogan's going to show that, you know, patent Hogan strength here. Yep, exactly. Which I love. I mean, that's something and, about and old school wrestling is how it used to start with the lockups and all that. Oh, no, block. He'll move, but, you know, Sting blocks it. One step ahead of him. Yep. Um, look at him. He, he hit me with a punch. It was, a, it was yeah. a closed fist. Look at him. Look at him. That's a dirty move. That's a dirty move. I'd never do that. Nick Patrick there. Don't yeah, Nick Patrick's like, hey, Sting, you've been warned. <laughs> You've been warned. I wonder if anybody's ever been disqualified for just punching somebody. <laughs> like, hey, I, hey, that's the third one and you're out of here. <laughs> I'm sure some heel referee has done that. They Probably so. Storyline. Well, baby Nate, maybe he's done it in his... Uh... Yeah. <laughs> All right, Hogan filling out again. Sting is just letting this play out again. Yep. Not starting off too fast, which is a good idea, too. Yep, yep, yep. Oh, we're going to get the match of strength. Come on, come on. Come on, there we go. Yeah. This is where the power lies. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> See who's stronger. Here we go. Oh. Oh, and then we get a heel oh, move. Good heel move. Uh. Boom. Close fist. Close fist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Look at it. Uh. Take that. I, lo- I used to love the, the I love the Hogan and Sid match of strength. Like in, in WrestleMania. I always thought yeah. that was always one of the better ones that they did. Look at, look at Hogan, like, you're gonna, with my fist, I'm going to take down the WCW. My strength. <laughs> Boom! Classic Hogan there. I like how they're starting off. They're, you know, Hogan is definitely the stronger of the two, right? Yeah. So they're playing up to Hogan's strength. Also, too, let's just keep it real. I mean, I, and I don't know if this is, was made to be true, but oh, I love the back scratch. Um, <laughs> but though he's got a thing of covering his Right, right, right. Okay. But... Also, let's just keep it real. Sting has it all the eye poke. Yes. Come on. Uh, Sting has a wrestling in 18 months. No, yeah. So you got to give some believability that Sting should be rusty here. Yes, absolutely. Good old uh. classic body slam. We don't even see a body slam anymore. Oh, Hogan for the elbow jump. No, we'll do it again. No. Oh, oh come on. No, no. Third time's a charm. He can't he do it three times. Oh. oh. Can't do it three times, but I guess you can. And the patent Sting drop kick. Hogan's out the ropes onto the ground. And here we go. The psychology. Uh. The psychology of Hogan. That's come on, WCW. You got to show Hogan. Don't show Sting just standing there looking like a yeah. Dentist. Show Hogan like oh, oh I'll knock you out. Look here, look. Oh. <laughs> I'm Hulk Hogan. I'm Hollywood Hulk Hogan. I, look, see again. Like this is what I'm Look at it. the fans are just giving it to Hulk. So Hulk is oh. like, come on, I'll take you on next. Jabroni. Yeah. <laughs> back, back him up. Back him up. Back him up. Let me get some space. Yeah, and then here goes the NWO fans. Look at him. Yeah. That's so yeah, awesome. <laughs> yeah. The, the two NWO fans. Hey, whoever that guy is, that probably is a memory that's going to live with him for oh, the rest of his life. That's probably... That's I wish I was that guy. Oh, totally. totally. That would be my profile picture for everything. Right, right, right. <laughs> Hogan gives him some too sweet, gives him some love, and all right, Hogan's like, all right. He goes, that was a little nice little drop kick there, but we're not playing any of these shenanigans anymore. Exactly. <laughs> Look at him. I got this. Sting looks just intense, man. Gets him in the headlock here. Again, just again. And Hogan's playing up to the, hey, I'm the stronger, I'm bigger the stronger athlete guy. here. So I'm not going to play this game with you of running around, jumping. Nah, you're going to get right here on the mat, right between the ropes with me. Yep. Uh, there uh. we go. Show a strength there. 
Now, we're going to talk about because we got to call it. Oh, and uh. nice drop kick by Sting, but we're going to call it. Another drop kick by Sting. And there it is. Oh, and we'll be talking. We'll be talking just about. Barely. Look. Hogan's what in his forties, late forties late at this point. Gotta be, yes. He, you can see it. I was gonna say him coming off those ropes. He's not coming off good. No, not at he's all. not coming off fast and sharp. And no. then you see from that drop kick, Hogan is struggled to push himself over. And because Hogan is Hogan, he completely protects himself and doesn't take the bump like you're supposed to. Like Instead of going to... over the ropes and then you your feet hit and you collapse yourself immediately to get on your back. He gets over the ropes, lands on his feet, and then just tumbles on back. Oh, and then the best part is it looks like, and we can't go back. I wish we could. We yeah. theoretically could, but it looks like he lands on his hip, but then he holds his head. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then he gave you, we got to move some little more fan interaction where Hogan's giving it to the fans. Yeah. Like, you know, you shut up, brother. I'm Hollywood Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I built wrestling. I hear you, Chelsea. We Give know, Chelsea. Come here, sweetie. Come on. And so they lock up again. Now Sting has the advantage now. And so, I mean, I, and I think from here they were trying to give the effect of Hogan's worn down a bit now. Yep. And here we go. Up. Oh, Hogan tried to push out of the headlock. Sting Couldn't holds do it. on. Yep. Yep. Sting's showing his strength now. Saying, hey, hey look, you're not just going to muscle me around this ring you, here. You can't make Sting look ultra, ultra weak at this. Right. All right, he has that headlock on here. We're getting some more. Hogan's pushing out of it, pushing out of it. Oh, almost there. We almost there. And I got it, I got it, I got it. Oh, come on. And so the beauty of it is because it's playing to some of the Hogan tropes. Absolutely. The Hogan, the, the Hulkamaniacs, we know that trope. Hogan finally pushes out of it and he musters that extra strength and gets out of it. And, you know, and so to see that reverse of the psychology of, like, Hogan's the heel Still pulling face-type tactics. He couldn't do it. Now yeah. we push him out. Uh, gives him a shoulder bump again. Hogan's worn down. He takes a shoulder bump there. Hogan tries to uppercut. Uh, oh! the clothesline, and he gets him this time. And he's got to sell whatever injury he's selling. You yes. can't really tell yet. Look at, look at him. Up yours. Up yours, <laughs> fans. And I love I told how the fans are giving it right back to him. Right. I told you I'm better than this chump. <laughs> Also, let's just take a moment and say that Hogan taking that dropkick was terrible. Oh, absolutely. Oh, it was god-awful. But, you know what? There is a reason why WWF lets Hogan go. Yeah, but let's be real. We uh, No-sell. I love the no-sell. Hogan's going to his... Yeah. Oh! Oh. (laughs) No, 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 no. Hold on, hold on. What a weird that he does the DX chop. I I know, right? But we'll go with it. Sting gets gets into his bag now, you know. Which I know AJ Styles is taking from Sting. Yes. That's okay. <laughs> Another eye poke. That's okay. Oh, that when wrestlers take from each Absolutely. other all the time. Absolutely. Oof. Give you a little punch to the face here. But and again, I was going to say, like, even when watching this move, it's been, what, three, four moves total this whole time? Mm-hmm. But because Hogan is working the crowd so much, we don't care. Yeah. yeah. We do not care that Hogan's taking terrible sloppy bumps. We don't <laughs> care that there's been no moves in this match because we Every don't... Every two minutes, he go, turns over to the crowd and goes, what do you think, guys? <laughs> right, right. Oh, he takes him to the... Oh, oh here we go. Get a little Baseball bat action bat. there. Yeah. But I think it's like we said in previous videos, you know, it's a, it's a championship match. You don't want to DQ him. 
Especially when the guy, the challenger, gets hit with it. You don't want to DQ him, exactly. so you kind of let it go. Also, the fact that you said the ref is an NWO ref, so he's kind of like, uh, yeah. no, I didn't see anything. What are, you, what are you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Me and my mullet over here? Yeah, right, right. <laughs> Hogan, get back in the ring, man. You, stop it. Hey, here go Hogan. Yeah. Work the crowd. Look at uh, See, I wish they would have did a better throne to let us know what the shirt was. I Even agree. I think the announcer's saying, like, oh, we, I wonder what he's showing them or what the shirt says. And I think they got, one of them goes, I think it's an NWO shirt. Yeah. That's Ugh. when the camera needs to show you what the shirt is. Yeah. Absolutely. Or Hogan has to at least give us some kind of presentation of it. Yes. But maybe that's one of those things that's just there for the audience in, in-house, so... Now Hogan's working over Sting on the outside here. You notice no count's been given. Nope. Reversal and the, one of the worst bumps. So weak. One of the worst bumps we're ever going to see, but we know Hogan. And Sting oh, takes a great bump. That's a nice bump. <laughs> Hogan walked over to Tries the- to go for the Stinger Splash. Misses it into the guardrail. Yep. Now Hogan's like, yeah, yeah, I guess I'll... It's over. It's over, baby. <laughs> it's over. I got him. Look at him. He's a fool. He's a, He's not going to beat the power of the Hulkamania. Now, some people would speculate that the bump was weak because Hogan stopped himself and that's why he was able to make the Stinger Splash miss uh. because he didn't really take the bump and Sting thought he did. So that's why the psychology of the match again. So yeah. I know we clown the bump, but if you want to look at it that way, like Hogan braced himself so when Sting goes to attack, he could reverse. It it, it looks a lot better when you look at it through those lens. I'll, I'll give it to you. But yeah. That's, that's still. Oh, come on. We know Hogan's not taking real bumps. But yes. again... <laughs> We'll, we'll let that one. We'll let that one go. I guess. People out there, you guys, tell me what you think. Is my psychology right on that? That Hogan stopped himself from taking a real bump, so that's why he was able to reverse. Or am I right that Hogan just didn't want to take that bump and slow down <laughs> to a walk to like hit his hand and then turn around and be like, "Oh, <gasps> I got it." Oh no, you move. Okay, there you go. Sting. Get Stinger back into the ring. Now you know the face paint is coming off, and I know the announcers love to always talk about that. Yes. As the the, the paint starts coming down. I wish it would have been an angle as his paint goes away, his power goes away. Mm. Oh, nice one. Very nice. Reverse atomic drop. Yep. And here we go. Come on. Ah, oh. and you got a five count. One, yeah. <laughs> two, three, four. Oh, you broke before five. Don't you do that again. Yeah. I'm yeah he goes, I'm, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. All right. All right. All right. All right. Get up here, Stinger. Gonna... I will. I will say at this point, Nick Patrick is still kind of, you know, played uh, uh, an impartial referee, right? For as much as they wanted to play, and up. the big boot and Sting sells that beautifully. Uh oh, here we go! It's time! It's time! Let's go, man! And we Hogan, no, it's good. Oh, you see, he yeah. tucked in the elbow, or the, the the arm right there. Hogan still gets height on this too. Like uh, uh, if people look at that, you're gonna be like, oh, he didn't get up. To, like guys, look at look at him. Look. <laughs> Brett's like, hold on, don't don't ring that bell. So when we get to finish the match, we're gonna go over what the heck really happened, okay. what was going on. So Hogan's won. I've won. I won. Yes. Go get my title. Ring the bell. I know. Ring that bell. I gave him the atomic leg drop, and it's over. And you can see, even the fans are like, "What's going on?" Like, Brett's like, it's "Fast count, fast count, get oh, out of here." That was a. Then <laughs> <laughs> he flails up. Brett's going after Hogan. Nah, buddy. Uh, uh, buddy. Uh, 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 uh. I wanted to do this at WWF. Yes. <laughs> hey. And I love how Bret Hart has black on too. Yeah. Ring the bell. Re-ring the bell. So technically, Hogan won. If you tell him re-ring the bell, Hogan technically did win. Yes. Just another match just started now. Stinger Splash. But oh, that was a great Stinger Splash too. Technically, to restart the match, you have to ring the bell too. So maybe <laughs> that's what they wanted to go with. But okay. here comes the NWO. Uh-oh. Buff. Buff Bagwell. 
Boom! Uh. Scott Norton. Boom! I Scott Norton was part of the NWO. Two, he got he, he got watered down. Yeah, he got watered down bad. Singer splash. Uh, oh, another, another good one. Nice singer splash. That's two. That both of me did uh, were awesome. And Uh-oh. at this point, the commentators are just going ballistic. I know. At this point. I know. Get him! Get him! Get him! I love I love the shout out though. Watch Sting with the shout out. Absolutely. I love it. I Watch love this. it. <laughs> and don't screw me either. Yeah. Hogan My Scorpion Deathlock, aka the Sharpshooter, sit down. And Hogan's no, no, no. Uh, oh, yep. yes, 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 yes. Notice Hogan never tapped with his hand, but you do see the head nod. Yeah, but I'm, I'm reason I'm getting to that because it, it's a great part of how Hogan never lets his character I really think? legitimately yep. get squashed or lose. Because if you're watching from the oh, here we go, all WCW runs in. But if you're watching from the crowd. From an angle, you never see Hogan give no, in. Absolutely. So it feels like a screw job to half the crowd, which who was part of the Montreal screw job? Yeah, Brad Hart. Exactly. So a little bit of psychology there that I'm gonna give a little small little bit of credit to WCW. We yep. even know this finish was god awful, and we're just gonna Terrible. play through that. Yeah, we, we're gonna play through that. But all right, so it is so much to unpack from this match, and this is one of the matches where we're probably gonna talk longer on the end of this absolutely. than we did at the beginning of this. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So let's go ahead. And start with how is Bret Hart in the WCW? And I know everybody probably already knows the full story, but contractually, why is he here and in this realm or, or I guess in this role contractually? If you want to go over that briefly, so uh, uh, any every there's not a single person non wrestling fans probably know at least somewhat of what happened with Bret Hart in WWF. Yeah, right? the so Montreal School Job. Montreal yeah. School Job. He gets screwed out of the title. Uh, that's a you know that's a that's yeah, another yeah. question for another day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but so then Bret Hart's contract runs out of WWF. He signs a multi-year lucrative contract with the WCW, mm-hmm. um, and he, I think it was like contractually obligated. He couldn't wrestle yes. until like the next like 1998. Yes, I yes, yes. But he could. Be a part of WCW, he just couldn't wrestle. wrestle. Right, right. So Eric Bischoff, in his wisdom, decided that he wanted to bring him along as the special guest referee. First which, bad decision. <laughs> which Bret Hart's even said, like, really? You want right. to bring me out? As you got to realize at this point, guys. I mean, if people don't know, like this point, NWO was the hottest thing smoking, and it's starting to come down a bit. But Bret Jeez. Hart, outside of that, is probably the hottest wrestler. On the market because how he left one company and you gotta realize this is an era of complete kayfabe where Absolutely. we believed all of this was real. Absolutely, we didn't Absolutely. know about contracts and all that. To us, we're thinking he did no different than Scott Hall and Kevin Nash. Yes, he jumped ship. Yep. and went to another company because his previous company screwed him. Screwed him out, and, and that was the hottest angle. Yes. At the time, like people no question about now it. People still now try to think: was it all real or fake? Yes. The Montreal screw job. I mean, the, people still debate if it was real or fake. Absolutely, absolutely. So uh, that was the hottest angle going on at the time, right? So, but Bret Hart has joined WCW, and they initially bring him in as to be the special guest referee, right? Right. Um, well, uh, WCW, the powers to be. Uh, the commissioner, on, on-screen commissioner, J.J. Dillon, decided that, eh, we're not really sure about what Bret Hart's, you know, whole thing is going to be. Right. So they give him the special guest referee of another match in this, uh, for another match in this uh, pay-per-view. Yeah, and Bischoff that's, versus whatever. Larry Zbysko. Yeah. And that's how Nick Patrick becomes the, uh, they have a drawing of every referee, and just so happens that Nick, just so happens that Nick Patrick 
wins the draw lane. Right, course. right, so, right. Uh, but that is so he. But he's basically like the second referee. Yes, and that is why he's allowed to restart the match, ring the bell, and pronounce the winner of this match. So obviously, some people go, "Well, what's wrong with Brett being a special guest referee? Like you, you own him. You know, you you contractually have him sign or whatever." The point is, is that Brett again, how does Rusta go on right now? You could have literally pulled the and I and I hate to steal from something WWF did very well. The Y2J angle. Yes. Where every day you had the counter and you yep. didn't know what the hell was going on, but yep. everybody has speculations. You could have literally kept Brett off TV. That's what they should have done. Absolutely. And just kept having some kind of vignettes of something was coming. A la similar to how they kind of did Sting, too. Yeah, absolutely. For Sting, before Sting was showing up in the Raptors, they were showing little things of the crows squawking and going around and no one knew what the hell what that was and it just randomly come on. Yep. You could have done the same thing with Brett. Or if you were going to bring Brett in, you have to bring him in at a point that he could wrestle. Let's just be yes. honest. Uh, I'm a Bret Hart mark. But we know that his mic isn't elite enough that he can keep getting over without wrestling. Yes. You got to have him wrestle. That's what Brett's bread and butter is, the ability to get in the ring and wrestle. Guest referees, talking on, because I think he even talks on Nitro the next night. and yeah. It, you're wasting him, and you're you're basically watering down the allure. Absolutely. Because if he were to come in a year later or whatever like that and just make a whole thing about make him WCW, and he's coming in to save WCW. Yep. That his previous company shit on him, and they got rid of him, because blah, blah, blah and he's here now to make WCW the best. Absolutely. The first thing on his agenda is getting rid of NWO. NWO, yep. And get rid of what he views as WWF, which would have been... Hollywood Hulk Hogan. Yes. Because we all know that Hogan and Bret Hart had a beef back in the early to mid-90s. Yep. Especially when Hogan left because Hogan didn't want to put the title on Bret Hart. Right. Didn't want to put him over. Yeah. Didn't want to put him over. And that's how Yokozuna got involved. And Bret always had a problem with that. Absolutely. And, yeah, and that's even a better problem. angle. Actually, that's yeah. an even better angle. Like, I haven't even think about it. You're right. They could have used and actually they WWF did this angle terrible but the black heart angle with Owen Hart yep absolutely. you could have ran that exact same angle of WCW to be like Vince screwed me in them I'm going after everybody that ever screwed me in my career yes starting with Hollywood Hulk Hogan yep and even if you don't want to go start with Hollywood Hogan right right right, right. because you want to build to, to Starcade 98 yeah yeah you yeah. want to build it to Hollywood you, Hulk Hogan you can even there's do enough it. guys yeah yeah WCW. oh you can you had to start had him start off with Kurt Henning Kurt, I was gonna say Kurt Henning yeah, yeah. hey Raise you know the, what I know I might have beat you for my first in the cup but I felt like you never gave me the proper push after I beat you like absolutely hey Razor Ramon you left the company that I was at that I was leading to go to this company and you almost put me out of business and my family out of business. Hey, Diesel, Kevin Nash, you did <laughs> yeah. the same thing and we even had matches together because you were a world heavyweight champion and I was a world heavyweight right. champion. And throughout 1995, we were, you know, had, had a feud and matches together. It, it writes itself easily and now, you keep them building this momentum and then you get that marquee match with him and Hogan. Or even if you could have twisted into a triple threat, like you, it's so much that could have been sold with Brett coming there, that he did not need to be here for this match. Absolutely. The only negative about this storyline that we're talking about is yeah. you have to then bring in the WWF, which WCW tried not to, right. even though they acknowledge the fact that Bret Hart like came from another organization. They never really talk about WWF. And right. The outsiders thing, they came from another organization. They would have had to have get, gotten into acknowledging WWF and that the fact that 
some of these wrestlers came from another organization, but everyone already knew that anyway. Right, so right, it wouldn't right. have been like right. a shock. Or they could have gotten away with it. A, a simple angle too would have just been Brett got screwed. So Brett feels like WCW is playing too fair and can't beat NWO doing that. So he's going to come quasi the Hitman moniker because he couldn't use it, but right. quasi the Hitman moniker that everybody knew about. And he's going to start taking out NWO guys yes. by hook or crook. Yes. And like it, it's so many things that could have played there. It just it was a wasted opportunity. Let's go to that finish. Let's go and jump to that finish. So we're going to talk about what actually we saw, and then we're going to talk about what we think or what we've heard behind the scenes. Yes. So what do we actually see, Travis? What actually happened with that finish? What they were trying to display? So what do we actually see? Hogan uh, hits the leg drop. Mm-hmm. Uh, covers Sting. Got some and, good height on that leg drop too. Shout out to Hogan. Uh, you are you, you always do give credit on on Hogan's leg drop. Yeah, because he actually does get some height. I will say that. Um, hits the leg drop, and we get a one, a two, and a three. Ding 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 ding. ding. Bell rings. Hogan celebrating. I won. Nick Patrick give him the title. Yes. He is supposed to, you know, he's supposed to win, and then Bret Hart shows up out of nowhere and says, it's a fast count. Right, right, right. That's what we see, right? Yes, 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 yes. Okay. So, the original plan was supposed to be that it was supposed to be a fast count. Right. Nick Patrick does not do a fast count. Nope. A fast count is one, two, three. Yeah, 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 yes, yes. Not Not, not a regular count. (laughs) You could actually say he was actually slow on that one. He might have even been slow. Okay. So, there's a whole lot of rumors going around mm-hmm. that, that has, from years you know past, of course, mm-hmm. that uh, Nick Patrick was told by a certain individual in this match, with the influence of HH, Hogan. Um, that he instructed Nick Patrick to do a slower count to not make him look so bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, because, again, the, the, entire, the, the whole goal was to have kind of a screwy finish, but that... Brett it was supposed flip. to make yeah. Hogan not look as bad. Right, right. Um, so Nick Patrick decides to do a slow count because HH decides that, you know, kind of m- m- might have pays him off to. Uh, <laughs> That's rumor, know, yes, allegedly. <laughs> r- allegedly pays him off, gives him, gives him a few extra bucks to do a slow account. Mm-hmm. Um, also, and, and I pointed this out, um, and now that you've seen it, now that I pointed out, you saw it, right? Yes, yeah, yes. So in the cover, if anyone didn't see it and wants to go back, in the cover, instead of hooking the leg like every other wrestler ever does, right? right. You, you hit the your finishing move, you so, yeah. lay on He's it, talking about Hogan, yeah. He hook, Hogan, he Hogan the hooks the leg. Hogan lifts the, Sting's tights and lifts up. So Sting's feet are completely off the ground. So Sting has no ability to kick with his feet to even get out of the cover. So just to break down, I mean, just because I know people are like, oh, what he's. So when you are being pinned, typically you have three ways that you usually kick out of a pin for wrestling. You One is you just push your feet off the mat to kick out, which will throw your body up. Yep. The other one is that you would typically. Lift the shoulder off the mat to kick out. Yep. And another one is usually some people just push the guy off of him. Yep. To kick out of a pin. What he's saying is that when Hogan lifts the tights and gets Sting's feet off the ground, one, now he can't kick out with his feet. Yep. But all the weight now is on Sting's shoulders. So now he can't. And of course, Hogan is bigger than Sting. And probably stronger. (laughs) In real life, legitimately. Right. Bigger and stronger than Sting. Right. Now he puts all the weight onto Sting's core and shoulders, so Sting can't, like we talked about, can't do the, 
And now Sting is in a position now where he is completely have to trust that everything around him happens. Because some people will say, well, if Sting realizes it's a slow count, why does Sting just not kick out? He can't. He stopped. Yeah. And I think and if, even if he could, the, the ability to do that at that moment when you're, again, working together and trusting your partner. You only got three seconds. Yes, yes. And so it, le- it leads more to the fact that we think that it was some shenanigans going on yes. with Hollywood, Hogan, Hollywood, which and anybody knows about Hogan, he loves to put himself over. Absolutely. Sometimes even over when it's better for the business, he still will put himself over. Um, and so now you get Brett come in. Brett, That's why Brett's screaming it's a fast count because Brett's on script as a true professional. Yep. It's well, you know, it's on count, blah, blah, which I wish it would have been a pivot and been like, Brett would have been like, no, he grabbed the tights. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think Brett even saw that. I don't think Because I didn't notice it until you mentioned it yeah. to me. So he goes, quick count, quick count, and I think everybody's looking around like, it wasn't a quick count. What is he yeah. talking about? about? You know, then you restart this match and you go through the whole, you know, X, Y, and Z, and you get what we get there. And like I talked about before, I think the reason why, another reason why Hogan did not physically tap his hand it's because it still would make Hogan look weaker. Yes. So you have him do the, which only half the arena not. could really see. Yep. So even then, people probably, again, like I said before, are probably leaving thinking he got screwed. So um, very screwy, 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 screwy finish. Um, but let's go ahead and to our favorite part, our rankings. What do you rate this match, Travis the Beard? Ooh. This is not... <laughs> This match is one of the, it's, it's a lot of sizzle and there's not a lot of steak, right? <laughs> yeah. It's, okay. uh, it, it, it's, it, it, as a match, it's not very good. The hype around is fantastic. Mm-hmm. It may be the best hyped match of all time. The build, yeah, the, the build, build is amazing. might be the best of all time. As a match, it's average at best. So, um, scale one to five is what we do. I'm going to give it like a two and a half. It's slow. There's not a lot of big spots. Hogan plays through the crowd way too much. Whoa, there's no such thing. <laughs> They're on the floor way too much. And then you just get the terrible finish. So, I'm going to go with a 2.5. Okay. Uh, I am going to go with a 2, which I think Hogan plays to the crowd is great. I think at this stage of Hogan's career, he knows what he's good at. And he's just the personality. And he plays that up. I give it a 2 because the finish is terrible. Yeah. That's one. You've built up to this moment where you're going to redeem WCW, and that's part of the that's part of the issue with all the NWO area yep. era is they never gave they WCW mean. enough wins to feel like a threat. It's kind of like the WWF when they did the invasion storyline. Yep. You never let enough people on the other side win to feel like they were a threat. And actually, so, one reason why I stopped watching WCW and strictly only went to WWF, which was around this time, <laughs> was just because. You felt like, as a fan, like, why do I keep cheering for the WCW when they're never going to win anyway? So what's yeah. the point? So, what is the point of spending my time when I know NWO is just going to win? And I give it a two because you, but Sting pretty much gets no offense in. You no. It's two, like two drop kicks, a clothesline. A, a and, few good Stinger splashes. <laughs> right, right, which was the second part of the match. It wasn't right. even in the legitimate part of the match. Yeah. Um, has diminished talent at that point, but I, I think he gave back to... Working the crowd and, and getting them over in that regard. I just feel like you built up to this moment. You have to give a pleasing ending. And the pleasing yes. ending would have only would have been Sting getting a one, two, three, or Sting getting a submission yep. with no shenanigans, straight on the mat. And even if you put a little bit of inch of shenanigans on it where it backfired on Hogan to kind of keep him looking strong, I would have taken it, but you needed a legitimate winner with no questions asked. 
you didn't get that. And, and, and WCW does that a lot through a lot of it. We can One day we're going to review that Hogan and Goldberg match, yep. which was on Nitro, wasn't Nitro. it? Nitro. We can go through a lot of them. It's just a lot of shenanigans. And, I mean, anytime you have Hogan in it, you're going to get shenanigans for the finish because Hogan never liked to lose cleanly. So yep. I'm going to give it a two, man. I enjoyed Hogan's part of it. You know my man Brett's in it, but he didn't wrestle, so I don't have to give it a five. No, nope, he true. didn't wrestle. That's true. Uh, but uh, it's just I don't think it's enough there, and I think this match is fondly remembered for mm-hmm. the shenanigans at the end more than anything that happened absolutely. during the match, like yeah. the in-ring wrestling. Yeah, so absolutely. I give it a two. All right, uh, we did have some comments going in, so we did one of the times we did the HBK Stone Cold Steve Austin. Okay, uh, I know part of the video we talked about how they. Sean, we couldn't tell if Sean back how hurt Sean's back was, but we I also mentioned how I would have preferred if the Kfa part of it they would have Stone Cold would have did the psychology of the ring and worked over Sean's back because mm-hmm. it was a known thing. So we have uh, Carlos <laughs> Glavin. He goes first of all, why the fuck would he go for Sean's back? He's hurt right there, you stupid fucks. They do protect each other, and that was a great match because I think we both made it kind of middle of the ground. Uh, again, thank you for a comment. I don't care if it's positive or negative. I don't take yep. this stuff personally. Yeah, I enjoy it. We're wrestling fans. We're yep. going to argue. That's the best part of being a wrestling fan. Me and Travis argue half the time. One day we're going to watch Rock versus uh, Hogan. Oh and we're going to argue goodness. the whole time because we are complete different outsides of that one. Um, but, guys, with Carlos, I will say this. You are correct. Do they protect each other 100%? There are ways in kayfabe to work over a back without actually hurting the back. Yes. From what we understood, Shawn Michaels' lower back was hurt. Yes. So you could hit the back of the shoulders, which they could have all talked up to be his back, and not hurt it. So things like stomping on his back. Well, you know, wrestling, back's here. You're not really hitting it. Yeah. You yeah. stomp with the other foot on the mat to feel like you're really hitting it. You can do things like the backbreaker. The backbreaker. That usually deals the top shoulders of it, not the little lower back. Mm-hmm. It is ways in kayfabe that they could have worked over Shawn Michaels' back, Stone Cold could have, that could have played up to it. And then as Shawn gimps around, it feeds even more to the story that, hey, his back is hurt, Austin's working his back. So when Shawn has the inability to do things that we're used to Shawn doing. Mm-hmm. There's it, a reason. Yeah, and you didn't need to do a lot of it. Right? Yes, you didn't need to spend all match doing it. You needed to spend two minutes doing it, and then that would have cleared the air. Absolutely, easily, easy, easy, simple, simple, simple. So, okay, but again, I appreciate the comment. Absolutely. Keep them coming. I'm never going to be mad at it. I was going to cut a promo on you, but I said I'm going to say that for the new, the new year. But, uh, <laughs> but no, guys, again, as you. always, we are so thankful. I think. Uh, I think that Shawn Michaels and Stone Cold was up to like 7,000 views the last time we watched. The Tully and Blanchard one we got is up to 3,000 views. Uh, Guys, we just are really humbled and we appreciate it. I want to try to do something where we can start getting fans on to just talk about wrestling matches with fans and just kind of go over and geeking out. I think that's something dope. It's wrestling fans. We're a community that is a niche community, so we should all stick together and enjoy what we're getting. Even if the current product, I would say, is up to snuff. Mm. That's my personal opinion. You guys may feel differently. I don't think the current product on either AEW or WWE is up to snuff. But that's how we review these classic matches because it brings us back to the good days. And it also is just... We all have nostalgia with these matches. Yeah. No matter who you are as a wrestling fan, it is certain matches that you see and go, oh, I remember that match. Or I remember the day after that match when they got on Raw or got on Nitro. So it, it, it's just fun for us, man. We do it because we enjoy it. But we definitely, definitely are humbled and appreciate you guys' support. Um, 
Share it to your other wrestling friends. Get them involved. Comment more, guys. Comment, comment, yes. comment. Uh, we will typically respond to every single comment you get out there, but comment, comment, comment. Tell us how you feel. Tell us how we're completely wrong or something. Maybe we missed something and we're like, nah, bro. Y'all don't know what the hell y'all talking about. And correct us. We are not infallible. We are just wrestling guys that did a little Google search and said, that's an interesting fact. Let's bring, let's bring it to the mic. So, guys, we thank you. Thank you so much. Um, Travis DeBeard, do you have anything else for us? No. Um, yeah, thanks for uh, everyone that, that watches. Um, I know we say this every show. If you have a match that you want us to review, you have a favorite match, you have a match that you hated as a kid, right. whatever, let us know. Leave it in the comments. Send us a, 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 a message on uh, you know Instagram. Yep, DM us. Yeah, yeah. DM us. Whatever. Hey, can you guys do this one? I always liked this as a kid. Hey, I hated this match. I never got it. Everyone else loved it. Can you guys do that? We'd love to. Uh, we Next week, we... Actually, have yes. a, a fan requested uh, uh, a match. Yes, correct? yes. Um, I can't believe that you know he was like me, Bret Hart. Mark, I don't know how anybody leaves Bret Hart, but Bret, Bret Hart leaves you. You don't leave Bret Hart. <laughs> but the the match that we're going to review next week turned him into a HBK uh, HBK fan, Shawn mm-hmm. Michaels fan. We are going to review the daunting sixty plus minute Iron Man match. <sighs> Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Don't you see my smile? Because I'm excited. You know anything, Bret Hart? I'm all here for. I know it's going to be 60 minutes, so trust me. I'm going to let you guys know now, when we review this match, me and Travis DeBeard will be drinking. Yes. We will be having a great time. We're probably going to review it later today, this evening, and we're going to drink it up and have a great, great time because it is a long match. And we're just going to soak it in and have a great time with everybody. But, no, it was viewer requested. I'm excited. I know Travis isn't as excited. But I know once he starts drinking and getting (laughs) to the match, he's a wrestling fan. Once he starts drinking and getting to the match, he's going to enjoy it. Uh, Guys, again, thank you, thank you, thank you. Write, comment, follow, subscribe. I know Matt's going to do a lot of work here for us. But we're wrestling fans. We do nothing else but do a lot of work for for the things we love. So, thank you guys again. Um, Corny J signing off. Travis DeBeard. Bye, guys. Thank you. We will see you all next time. Peace. This this is a head cannon circus production.